Pod Save the Queen! Hello and welcome back to Pod Save the Queen. I am your host, Anne Gripper, here again with our royal editor, Russell Myers, who's taken a break from all of his other media commitments to come and see his bestest friends and um, talk to our lovely Pod Save the Queen listeners after the Sandringham Summit of yesterday. I mean, it's been a rapid fire few days. I mean, you got off the airplane. I don't think your feet have touched the floor since, really, no. have they? Hello. Hello. Um, what, since last, not even a week? I mean, it's been six days of absolute madness, but we've been, uh, you know, it's been long, long hours. I think everyone's been involved, uh, you know, all hands on deck with it. And um, it's been an absolutely astonishing part of history to witness, I think. Yeah. You know, don't underestimate how important this is. It's a, a changing of the monarchy that we've seen at its very heart, the fact that they've, uh, Harry and Meghan have decided to walk away from their current royal roles. Who knows what will happen in the future? We'll talk about the statement and we'll talk about what they've said, what they've been asked to to come up with. But um, I suppose starting with the their statement that came out on uh, last Wednesday was absolutely breathtaking. That The fact that they'd gone ahead and, uh, and done it, there had obviously been some initial discussions um, over the past few weeks with uh, the, the Queen and Prince Charles. Um, discussing the, the you know the elements that they wanted to discuss, and yet I mean to clarify because we obviously we obviously recorded last week saying you know this kind of blindsided the royal family, yeah. but there had been they knew that there was something in the works. But it wasn't. They weren't expecting the statement to be released. It's yeah, well, essentially the, what the, it boils down to, isn't it? The yeah, they, they, they were blindsided by the fact that they released the statement. They were they were certainly aware of um, you know senior roles and, and and other aides were aware that Harry and Meghan were feeling like this. That they were d- d- prompting a change of their relationships with the royal family and how that would work. Um, but the the you know the blindsided element was that they the Queen Charles had had. had you know, implored them to to hold off on this statement that they needed to have some time to discuss what the plan of action would look like, what the strategy would look like. Um, again, this is absolutely unprecedented. How on earth would it work that they want to step back from bec- uh, their current roles and go to seek their fortune, as it were, or, or certainly sign deals with um, you know corporate entities while being members of the royal family? And that, and that still hasn't been worked out. And that is something that will take an awful long time to work out, despite what is being said about this taking days, not weeks. And so it's certainly the diktat coming from the top. But I think that... Um, uh, when you read between the lines that, that this is going to take a long time to sort out. Because after, I mean, after all hell broke loose last mm. week with the statement, kind of very quickly the next day, it's like, right, we are getting people, I think it was the next day, it's difficult to keep track of it all. We are getting everybody together around a table. We're going to have a proper discussion yeah, about this. We yeah. need to, th- This is happening either way. We need to get on top of it. So that happened yesterday at Sandringham. So, where so, are yeah, we so now? The, I mean, what happened we there? Recording? We were recording last Thursday. I mean, Thursday morning. Right. Rain is frazzled, but so so obviously Buckingham Palace put a statement out said this will take time. Then the statement came from obviously the Queen's advisor saying no, the Queen wants this sorted out. Then on Saturday we were notified by the palaces who you know essentially um, to say that there was going to be this meeting. Oh yes, um, and then obviously the meeting took place yesterday, and. The, you know, the, make no bones about it. The Queen had summoned Harry to explain himself, to you know, come up with suggestions as to how they thought it would work. Because 
it's all well and good having a big flashy website with a lot of content on it and um, you know some content that people might not understand about whether how it was funded words like sovereign grant um, the Royal Rota was mentioned, obviously, which we can touch upon, and um, how they see their relationship with the public, with the media. Um, and I think that this was the issue that there was is at heart here, because nobody else within the palace walls knew how this would work, and least of all Harry and Meghan. I think they've sat down amongst themselves and, and thought of like a utopia scenario how it would work. But there's um, there's an awful lot of things to, to 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 work out. And as the Queen's statement said yesterday, these are complex issues that are going to take a lot of time. So that, I mean, that statement was quite sort of extraordinary. I mean, everybody, um, you know, we were we were wanting to find out what had happened at. Um, at the summit we we probably didn't really get a lot of detail about what went on inside certainly not officially released but actually that statement was really telling even though in some ways it kind of only repeated what had been said before but it was the yeah. it was the manner of it yeah the ma- i mean the manner of it you're totally right it's um it's a very very personal statement i think there's you know several elements that we can pull out straight away the fact that the queen um mentioned the word family eight times now that gives you an indica- indication that this was a very personal statement and that she wanted it to be um very heartfelt as well she and but uh, and by that um, notion, she mentioned Harry and Meghan by their first names. She didn't refer to them as their royal highnesses or by the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. She called them the Sussexes, that they were seeking a new path. And I think that, it, on the one hand, it tells you by the use of family and uh, and the, um, the familiarity with their first names that this is about the family. This is about them standing united to, to set upon this new path. But Word also, family mentioned eight times. Yes, and this is this thing, right? So... Um, but the other thing is the fact that they had to come together because Harry and Meghan had forced their hand. Now, that certainly wasn't the way that they wanted it to happen. They wanted it to, um, you know, to, to, to sit down and, and to, to try and discuss a, th- a strategy. But my understanding is that Harry and Meghan were, were deeply concerned that the wheels of the change do not move particularly fast at the palace. And that's, I would imagine that is fair. And that is, you know, a very fair assessment, I would say. And from the conversations I've had that they had been discussing with a number of people, certainly, you know, telling people their intentions to make this sort of move. And it had been falling on deaf ears. We certainly know that um, Harry had asked for a meeting with the Queen um, over the Christmas period after they returned from a... Actually, after the Christmas period, after they returned from their um, their trip to Canada, so in this little visit, in this that time, come back yeah, from. and um, and he was told that 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 that, that couldn't happen. Um, so Which I think the courtiers were, were particularly worried that he, because he has such a great relationship with his grandmother, that he would try and uh, wrap her around his little finger, and that she would potentially give in to his demands without anybody there, and that could totally threaten the sort of position of the monarchy in the. You know, throughout the throughout the world, because if they go and sign these sort of big money deals without anybody, um, uh, you know, having jurisdiction over what they could do, that could be very, very damaging for the brand. I mean, there was a brilliant cartoon in the Times the other day with which had kind of reimagined the uh, the Sussex coat of arms with a you know a go- <laughs> bit of a Gucci that, yeah. logo and a, a McDonald's BMW, logo, yeah. yeah so just dif- different logos and you know Harry's face on a lion and Meghan done up as a unicorn and all of this and I mean the kind of the the family element of it like. You know, mixing family and work can cause problems for for many people. But basically, to be told, no, you can't see your gran, 
Yes. That yeah. that just seems inhuman. And it, it is this weird thing about, you know, they are the monarchy and they work in a different way, but they are also family, family. and flesh and blood. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if you're, if you're Charles and Camilla, you, your new baby grandson yeah. is going to be living on the other side of the world most of the time. I you're not going to get to see him a lot. Is, this is, uh, you know, at its base, it's a very sad um, story what's what's transpired that they have sought to pull themselves away from their family they don't necessarily want to be part of the firm anymore they've uh, you know and, and who knows what will happen I think that it's nothing is off the table um, it's been said that there was you know everything nothing and everything in between that is on the table at the moment and the very fact that the Queen has said that they will you know split their time in the statement yesterday so that it's clear that there will be a um period where they will need to uh, or a period of transition where they will need to split their time between Canada and the UK was very telling because using Canada first she specified oh, yeah, specifically I, there's no you know there's no um uh, you know fault in this there's no coincidence that this has happened it doesn't happen by so accident leading with Canada but leading also Canada, confirmed gonna, Canada yes indeed for the first time and we, we we all knew it but I think by saying North America as well they thought they could sort of drip feed the information and make no mistake about it, there's uh, there's certainly an intention to spend a, a, um, a proportion of the year, if not a considerable amount of the future in the United States. That is where Hollywood is, that is where the big um, networks are, that's where the big studios are. We saw earlier this week this video that's emerged of Harry arguably touting for, for business for Meghan to be signed as a voiceover artist for Disney, which made quite uncomfortable viewing, I think. Yeah, and, um, it's the reactions of the people he's talking to. Because th- it might just be, he's really proud of his wife and he's showing her off to I'm these sure he people. I'm sure he is, but, you know, there's a time and a place, isn't there? And it doesn't. Yeah, I'm sure it's not hard for, for either of them to get an audience with anyone in the world that they want, and it just seemed a, quite a clumsy effort on his part. Really. The two words that um, really struck me in the statement immediately were um, the words valued, the mm. valued parts of my family. My family yeah. So, you know, the, the Queen kind of emphasising that she does care about them and she does feel that they could do tremendous work, but also emphasising that this is my family, I'm in I'm in charge of this, of this scenario now, in charge of kind of trying to work it out. And, you know, it, it would be quite easy in that respect to say our family, but actually she's put, a bit of but there's her a di- stamp there on it. is and there's there's going to be a distinction now because even though they are part of the family her family if i'm making much sense is the people who were in that photograph that appeared over christmas the direct heirs the direct line of succession is what matters now i put this in a a, a piece on just use the analogy of you know when it when you got a big team like uh, Manchester United or New York Yankees and then you you have a philosophy of them moving forward and that if they've been very successful and there's a formula and if there's a disruptive player who is causing issues between the harmony of the team that any boss worth their metal will be able to take direct action and do the best for the team and that's exactly what the Queen has done. And also success, sport, successful sports teams quite often there is a philosophy around the team and in theory it doesn't actually manage matter who the manager is or who the players are they can kind of fit into that that way it doesn't always work and sometimes it breaks down and you know there's some fairly successful football teams in the UK who have who are struggling to rediscover that after having had a change of manager but um so yeah anyway our little football digression has happened I'm gonna I'm gonna 
cut to my little fashion digression quickly now because we we're obviously not talking about everything. we're not talking about fashion a lot this week but i did just want to share uh, marky's comment from our instagram selfie with our questionable faces last week where we were <laughs> putting very peculiar expressions but he just say i like your jacket russell Ooh. so i thought that was very nice oh is that the green one it was the sort of tweedy country. It was oh, the country gent one, I think we'll call it. Your country. Splendid. That's made country my day. Gent. Thank you very much. Um, some, so some, uh, some comments around the roles. So Constant Lanier on Instagram says, you Brits are so damn melodramatic. The Sussexes are dividing Never. their time between... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it is dramatic, this stuff. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't happen every day. Yeah, this is, you know, this is historic stuff. The Sussexes are dividing their time between the UK and North America, not leaving the UK and the royal family forever. They are taking a step back from royal duties, not abandoning it altogether. I think they have several options that could work out for all involved. Even I can come up with some solutions that are viable. I understand the importance to Her Majesty and the royal family, etc. But all of the doom and gloom headlines from the media, etc. is so over the top, IMO. Uh, four uh, exclamation marks and then a quizzical face. I'm going to call that one emoji. Um, Keek Mojo on Instagram says, uh, what happens to the patronages they took on from the Queen, for example, President and via, uh, VP of the Commonwealth Trust or Meghan and the National Theatre? Will they do that on their own dime? If they get paid for that, which makes you a working royal, how then are they not taking money from the sovereign grant? Great pod today. Thank you. Thank you. That's always nice to hear. Um, Linda Zakreski on Instagram. Question. Harry and Meghan are not Canadian citizens. How can they live slash work here if they plan to stay longer than six months? So I, there was another um, question I saw on some. Uh, it was an immigration lawyer. Yeah. I think it was very interested in like the visas. What kind of they had a you know while other people are discussing like the family breakdown and what's going on, they were like, so what kind of visa would they need to have to be able to have this nice working mm. situation they have? Um, and on Twitter, we're now on Twitter. This is that was the other seismic thing that happened last week. Three seismic things. Nominated for an award for the first time, which was very exciting. Historic events in the royal family, which obviously is the thing that really mattered, and because uh, that was all so overwhelming, it's like no, actually we do have to get on Twitter <laughs> at Pod Save. Yes. Um, so thanks to my colleague Yara for helping sort that out. Um, at Royal Interested on Twitter, who also recommended re-listening to the Africa documentary and racism um, episodes from last year, which do kind of show the background and some of the mood music that has led us the, to is this, this place. Is this the message that I I saw about someone had said? You should go back and listen to them because it was kind of you know, yeah, it, 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 it pathetic. They're yeah. saying we should, we should go and I've managed to listen to the Africa documentary okay. one back again so far, and actually, you know, it does all. It what did we say? We we said sensible things, and it has ended up it has ended up kind of where we were. I mean, we were saying you and Richard Palmer, who was on it, were, were both predicting they would change, that they yeah. would step back, and you could see them leaving and you know so th- things will be very I'm different yeah. yeah we kind of forget week to week <laughs> what what we've actually said because we're talking yeah. about so much anyway Royal there's been an awful lot has happened yes you know, look where we are i mean it's been an awful lot extraordinary um at royal interest it says we are americans living in london for a year potentially two immigration was easy because half my husband's team is here so he moved within the same job taxes are a nightmare much worse than we thought i can't imagine how complicated this situation will be so um what are the what are the bits that were discussed yesterday at their at their big summit and did they make any progress or what happens what happens next well I, def- I definitely think there has been some level of progress certainly the the uh, the queen says that there had been some very just dis- constructive discussions and i think that 
they wouldn't say that if the, if, if it had been a complete disaster. I think you might have seen Harry driving at pace outside, you know, outside the gates of Sandringham, and who knows whether he would have cancelled in, in engagements. I'm sure that he try and, wants to try and keep the peace at the moment. Um, I think there's six main points that they need to discuss. See if I can even remember them now. So there's obviously the the, the issue of um, finances, the money aspect of how they will earn money. They've spoken about this financially being financially independent. What does that look like? They said that they won't take the taxpayer coin, the sovereign grant, which really li- realistically, apart from you know nearly three million three million pounds doing up Frogmore Cottage, isn't that much. Um, they can you know. claim other expenses for travel and uh, and what have you but the fact that they said they won't do that but haven't come up with a a workable plan of what money they will receive it looks like they still will receive the sort of two and a half million they received from Charles from the Duchy of Cornwall money Um, certainly will he be willing to keep handing that that over if they're living in Canada and not and not working. To the family. Yeah, exactly. You need to contribute to the family, right? It's not just going to be a handout. Um, but on the flip side, maybe he would be willing to hand that money out if they weren't, um, if they were having their wings slipped and couldn't sign, you know, all these deals with big corporations. So again, that that's a very much a working progress. Um, you've also got the 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 level of. Um, their titles, what will happen with that, that maybe that was a clue within the statement, but not referring to their HRHs, um, you know, do, having their titles, do, the, do they need the HRH, do they need the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, it seems as, you know, their big um, brand, as you were, that they've patented all these um, things from intellectual property to caps and bandanas, is is based around the Sussex Royal notion, or the, the Instagram is based around Sussex Royal so I imagine that they would fight to keep that because that's it's a brand element, isn't it? And that's what they've been promised by the the PR gurus. Um, what the other? So living security. arrangements. Security is a major one. You know the, the conversations ongoing. It seems between UK governments. You know certainly the Met Police and the Home Office in London have said there's not a blank check. We can't be affording to pay for their security. My guess is that you know the Canadians are going to welcome them with open arms. Certainly they're. Their star power is huge. They would bring a lot of attention. Canada is a Commonwealth country, so certainly they could do loads in in Canada. Although I did see an editorial from The Globe, I think possibly Mm. from today, saying, questioning how you know can royals actually live in canada we have our monarchy at arm's length and that is fine plain old harry and Meghan could come and live here but the duke, duke and duchess of sussex would be somewhat more complicated which well, is an interesting thought so canadian listeners yes, in particular I mean, really interested to hear from please do um get in touch tell us your thoughts and tell us kind of what the mu- mood music mm. is among other people who possibly don't follow the royals quite as as closely most of the time as you perhaps do um one other thing that kind of gets talked about around the um the titles um is people kind of hark back to what happened with princess diana and mm. how much kind of ill will and the it created that she lost her hrh and that sort of uh, you know diana kind of obviously keeps coming up in different ways as either positive echoes for uh, inspiring charity work or memories of very difficult times for the royal family first through the breakup of the relationship and then obviously through her through her death but she uh by part of her becoming sort of a victim of the royal family was they took away this thing yeah and uh, it it added to the sympathy towards her whereas i don't think 
We're, listen, we're in very, very different times, aren't we? But I think that it's, it's not really a big deal, the HRH thing, that if they they want, they've, they've already dis- discussed how they want to bring up Archie as a private citizen. If they were over in Canada, it probably wouldn't mean as much. Um, I mean, I don't think they even, personally, I don't think they even need to still be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, apart, it's just from, the apart brand. from its practical. This is, this is, but this but is the it. brand is Harry and Meghan. I mean, how yeah. many how many people call them the Duke and Duchess of Sussex? Yeah, sure. I in really reality, Meghan doesn't even like being called Ma'am or you know your Royal Highness. Call me Meghan is what she's introduced herself to yeah. at various yeah. you know engagements at the at the beginning. So it'll be interesting. And it will you know, be interesting. But the, uh, again, um, I think there's a lot of sadness here that the, there's been a breakup of the family. Certainly, that the boys. Um, where they put out this another extraordinary statement yesterday about um, these bullying claims that had been levelled against them. Now, un- it's undoubted that they have had a falling out. That there's been um, a real sad state of affairs to do to do with their relationship, and potentially this uh, this gulf of the Atlantic between them might help them repair some of that damage. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm it was I'm. I'm I, on the same day as this summit, I think there was a few um, conversations that were had that they, they needed to clear the air. And certainly with their um, patronages to head together and the, 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 the work that they have done in that field, I thought it was fairly important for them to to potentially hit back at these bullying. It was it was just the language that was used. I don't think that it's any, in any doubt that there's been an issue, but it was just the language that was used. Yeah, the word bullying obviously is something that, you know, Men- yeah. doesn't fit well with the mental health no. campaigning area. So that's that statement which came out from the both of them just you know a few hours before they were they were convening at Sandringham. Um, despite clear denials, a false story ran in the UK newspaper today speculating about the relationship between the Duke of Sussex and the Duke of Cambridge. For brothers who care so deeply about the issues surrounding mental health, the use of inflammatory language in this way is offensive and potentially harmful. And it is this interesting word because you do get you know. If if someone has told a friend, if you know, if I say, if I say to Russell, this has happened and blah blah blah, and this is how I'm feeling about it, and if Russell is then telling my friend or someone else or his boss what I've told him, inevitably there will be you will use your language yes. on it. Yeah. You use partly my language, but partly your own, and it's isn't it's sort of Chinese whispers. It's the best insight that you can get as to what yeah. someone has yeah. said. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, sometimes something will be lost in translation. And I think that's where, where we're at. I, I mean, from what I've heard, there's it's it, there's a lot of sadness about the the breakdown of the relationship, um, and and they just and they potentially they they had to step forward and take take issue with with the language used. It was just um, it was just another big big moment in a big day yesterday a big day and uh, in fact it came the day after there'd been other other quotes um that william had apparently said to said to a friend so i've put my arm around my brother all our lives and i can't do that anymore we're separate entities which that i found slightly weird anyway because you should be separate individuals you should be able to have a relationship but operate individually as well it's important um anyway continuing william's words as opposed to mine um i'm sad about that all we can do and all I can do is try and support them and hope that the time comes when we're all singing from the same page. I want everyone to play on the team. So it's just kind of, 
you know another football analogy yes so <laughs> everything comes back to sport yes. actually i this is this is, i knew at some stage i would end up having to quote bob blair who used to be on the sports desk right. when i was a, a young reporter working on sports i'm going to take out the swear words that he used <laughs> to use in it but basically his point when anything went wrong would be annie we're in the media we're in the communications business and we're, insert swear word, insert swear word, at it. <laughs> we're, we're very bad at it, would be the, uh, would be the uh, polite way of saying it. Yeah. Because, you know, so much of people feeling bad about things or hurt about things is partly because people aren't talking and you don't... I don't know why you're making that face at me. And what now? That now, right now, <laughs> with your blue headphones on, you know, whatever. And, and I don't really want to ask because I think you've got, you know, yeah. you've got the hump or something. And when little things go unsaid, it can quickly build That's up. Vascular. yeah, so, um, so, yeah, I think... Um, so we understand... We've un- found out today that uh, the Duchess of Sussex didn't end up joining on a yes. conference call situation, so which I think personally is a good thing. It Co- probably was a good conference idea. Conference calls she'd, she'd are terrible. She'd already gone, and so I can't... My view is that I don't think we're going to see Meghan for a while. She's already flown the dogs out there. She's whether she's looking for houses or whatever. I manage. I imagine it will become clear in the coming days. But for her to go out there is a major, major step for them. Not even to bring Archie back is a massive, massive step. Well, they, it clearly shows that they were not planning to stay very long Definitely, at any stage. Yeah, you know, sort yeah. of come back, make yeah. the announcement. Go. I mean, I found it interesting that she actually did come back with Harry to do that. I presumably, mean, arguably, that's the big show, though, isn't it? It's like come back, do the oh, they're back, they're back, and you know, everyone swallowed it. Everyone was like, "It's look at this. It's going to be great. This is going to be their year. They've come back refreshed. They're renewed. Um, hopefully, there'll be a better relationship with everybody. You know, whether I'm not just talking about the media, I'm talking about their own staff." Um, and the people that they, you know, who work for them, and it just seems that they had absolutely no intention of doing that. There was, was just they'd made their mind up, and that was it. And then, and then there was obviously the charm offensive turning up to Canada House, saying thanks ever so much for your hospitality. You know, can we come and stay? Lots of flag waving, and then it was yeah. Can we? We're come moving and stay? in. Yeah, can you pay for our security? And I think that that was a bit of a charm offensive. And you know, I mean, it's pretty transparent. It, it was. It would seem now. Well, also, it does mean that when Prince Harry was going to drop this massive bombshell on his family, he wasn't on his own. So that was, you know, well, he wasn't on his own, but he's now been left m- totally out on his own because he had to go and face the music with Granny Parr and his, you know, his brother, who probably wasn't best pleased that they'd all been um, having to deal with this mess immediately after the Prince Andrew mess. It's been a very turbulent few months for them all. I think that they would have just, if if, if I mean, there's so many scenarios, isn't there? If they'd just gone to to the to the Grand and said, "We need some time. We need some extra time," and then come back, uh, you know, would would more questions have been asked? I think people are actually worried for them, and people had been worried for them. I'm talking inside and outside the family. Um, and so, if they needed that little bit of space, it was put to me today that maybe. Are they going to find in, you know, a year or two that it wasn't all it was cracked up to be and that they could have affected change much more in the UK? And I don't know. I think there's so many questions going on at the moment. And I think that, um, you know, 
this is a it's all it's all to play for on both sides because there's definitely still some horse trading to be done. Um, a few more comments from our listeners now uh, around this kind of subject of the timing and the way the announcement was handled. So Karen on Twitter said, "My first time listening to your podcast. Thank you, Karen. Welcome." And I'm getting really angry. Why do you assume that Harry and Meghan rushed to make their announcement? Maybe they knew it would be better to ask forgiveness than permission. Also, were they supposed to wait until their marriage and mental health were beyond repair to make such an announcement? And what is wrong with them not participating in the Royal Rota? It hasn't been kind to them. Why must they continue to feed it? To me, this sounds like two young adults breaking with tradition and forging their own path. Sure, it's risky, but they don't owe their lives to the monarchy IMO. Um, Susan Snyder says just finished listening at my lunch break and thanks for answering the question I posed the whole podcast was great thank you Susan Um, one thought I had is that it it is very American not to ask permission but to go ahead and do something and then ask for forgiveness later I can say that as an American I was about to say I I hope that's an American Uh, she's she's put a stars and stripes emoji with it as well to emphasise the point Um, I love an emoji as you know if you follow us on the Insta and the uh, the Twitter Um, she says I see it a lot in the workplace and elsewhere and then uh Denise on Instagram turned it back on us slightly as well. She said, I love your podcast dearly and look forward to each episode. I have a question and I'm asking this gently, not with a snarky tone. I noticed in your year review podcast that you were all in support of Harry and Meghan stepping away, similar to how Prince William and Kate did years ago. But now when they actually decided to do it, it seems you're all feeling it was the wrong idea. Can you help me understand the shift in opinion? So I've been thinking about this since I read that message. And I think it is that for me, it feels they've gone straight to the nuclear option. It's not taking a time out, figuring it out, doing things a little bit gently, seeing if they can work it out. Yeah. It's straight to, no, this isn't for us, we're gone. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've pressed the button on it. And the fact that, the in the you know, let's look at the Queen's statement again, that there needs to be a period of transition. It's been agreed while there's a period of transition. I mean, I'm not reading it, but that they will spend time in Canada and the UK. Now, who knows when we'll see them next. Um, I understand that uh, Harry has some engagements planned for the rest for the rest of the month, not not um, altogether this after this week, but later on in the month. And he hasn't got any plans to change them. So we, I imagine we will see him back for a period of time and then flitting between the two. And it was interesting. So today they've announced the um, state visit for the new Japanese mm. emperor and empress. And um, obviously there'll be, you know, big state dinner, but a fancy, fancy dressing up. And I know some one of the things that royal fans have been, you know, very excited to see at some stage was Meghan in a tiara again. We've obviously only seen it that happen at her wedding. And now that that just won't happen now. That is not going to be part of of her her world and her her story within the royal family, which is, a, you know, is a tiny minor point, but it kind of shows the difference of what her path what her path will be now really mm-hmm. but um, business as usual again this is you know this is the queen's taking hold of it um she's sorting it out as best she can there's a clear message that this wants she wants it sorted out as soon as possible and then the show must go on as it always does but so who were the people that were in that room yesterday take take us inside inside that room of the, the long library prince harry yes. in the long library yeah. with the with the royal family it's like game a, of cluedo exactly that's what i was going for i'm <laughs> glad you got it um 
so, so I think you know we still don't know who whether the aides were were in that room. This is this is something, but but, but whether they were or weren't, they, they have been hugely influential and will be hugely influential about shaping the way that this strategy is executed. To see the Sussexes. So obviously you've got the Queen, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and, and her private secretary Sir Edward Young, who um, you know. Is, uh, a, a, has been always a trusted member of that of the household. There's been certainly murmurings that there's been some disquiet over the handling of of the the last few months, and whether he will end up being removed from his post, I d- I don't know. That seems to be sometimes the case. I mean, look at Andrew Staff have all gone. I mean, he's lost his privileges at Buckingham Palace, hasn't he? But um, obviously, uh, Prince Harry, uh, his new private secretary Fiona McClim has only recently just started. I mean, she hasn't been there very, very long, so she's obviously come into this baptism of fire. Um, but she might be better placed to deal with it because yeah, she's come because from she's an outside fresh, world. Yeah, and a fresh head on it. Um, there aren't that many crises to deal with in royal land, really. Over the last few years, it's been relatively... they're pretty big. This is the ex- thing. So if you, you, you would ass- hope that you're good at crisis comms because this is a f- full-blown crisis that seems to have had the... You know the partial wind taken out of its sails a little bit, seeing as the Queen has sought to get involved immediately, dampened the fire. Definitely, um, uh, but also you know Prince Charles and his private secretary Clive Alderton will will have been at the forefront of discussions about whether this is possible. Now we still don't know whether it is possible. And someone had said to me um, within the palace, re- well this this week. That it's it's still not known how this will work, and I think that Harry and Meghan had this scenario where they would cherry pick certain elements of their patronages, their charities, um, flip between the two countries. They would live in the you know a house that they will no doubt pay for in Canada, but no, you but hadn't really thought thought about the you know the the, the finances, the level of protections that they would be offered, where they were going to live. All these things are you know that they've never had to worry about. Of before. course they haven't. But if you're going to take the action of saying we're doing it, then you should at least have a cast iron or what you believe to be a cast iron plan. Um, and they, and they didn't and didn't have it. I mean, it was described to me as ill thought out and haphazard. I mean, that is a pretty damning indictment of the plans that they had. I mean, it wasn't they they weren't thorough at all. Um, but with the help of the UK and Canadian governments, as I said, the Home Office, Met Police, all the resources that the Queen's um, private secretaries and, and staff will have to throw at it. Certainly, Williams. Private Secretary Simon Case will be on will be on the case with um, with this to try to try and work out because um, it, it needs to be a smooth transition because if it isn't, it's going to affect you know not only the Queen but Charles and William and whether you know William and Kate need to take on more um, central roles for other patronages. It's um, it's going to have a a big knock on effect and I and I don't think that the Sussexes. Um, well, certainly that is the feeling in some quarters um, inside the palace that the Sussexes just didn't think about anyone um, by themselves. And they must have, on the flip side, they must have been in a pretty desperate situation to have thought like that. And I think there is a degree of sympathy um, for them. But um, yeah, to, you, you, to make that decision, I mean, it's yeah. a huge it's decision. A, like you to said, make. it's the nuclear option of we're done. We don't want to do this anymore. We've had enough. We've tried it arguably for not very long they've only been married 20 months but to hit the button um and go absolutely nuclear on your own as well because let make no mistake about it if you've if you've angered those senior members of the family then they they could have been ostracized 
but they have they have brought them back into the fold. Sure, They've dampened it know, down, yeah, and they're trying they to close, make yeah. it happen because it whatever happens, it will not just reflect on Harry and Meghan. It will reflect on the royal family and how they uh, they handled it. And um, I liked Sagita's comment on Instagram: "Kindness is always the best response," which I think is I like a very good thing that we can we should all remember. Uh, not least, so royal obsessed in US on Twitter, she said, "It is utterly amazing to me how differently the people I follow see this royal problem with the Sussexes. It gives me a little headache to look at my feed. It's one way or the other, and no in between. And there is uh, there are it is definitely quite a divided." place in some in some quarters the kind of the the social media of being on team cambridge or team sussex and you know sort of the the split in the family or the 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 difficulties within the family also being played out among the the royal fans which is is quite um fascinating how strongly people feel on either side um i think a lot of the time i've been kind of thinking about okay if this if this was a real job if you were a real person in a real job rather than a duke and a duchess and a royal family you know so we had the story at the weekend that they'd um talked with elton john beforehand at least discussing in some way that that this might be on the cards and you probably would talk about what you were going to do with your life with your friends before you told your boss was you were going to quit so maybe that is maybe that is normal to talk to them yeah. before before talking to the queen and then also once you have made the decision that you do want to quit you don't really want to come back and go through the motions you just want to get on with it and get out as as quickly as possible and you know coming back to make that decision i mean you mentioned about um their decision to leave archie in canada which i think that kind of was a moment that made me sort of really stop and think as well because Harry had obviously left Archie just with Meghan when they were in um on the Africa tour but I mean fine we don't know how they have been spending their time maybe they left Archie for a night or whatever with Doria while they went off and had a romantic romantic visit away as as uh, parents often often do what that first that first experience of leaving their baby behind but to travel intercontinental um, and be you know the other side of a massive ocean from your eight month old baby yeah. i just i i found it i don't know interesting yeah i uh, I, I, I i i'm i can't talk about it I, I wouldn't pass judgment on it i mean it was only for a couple of days wasn't it but so perhaps it speaks to the fact that she has got people that she really yeah, that loves and the, trusted yeah, that course, in canada yeah. that you're, she can right, she can right. leave the baby with um so you know this is Again, I'm not. I'm not going to sit in judgment either. I, it was just interesting and how much it it mattered to her to cut, so kind of come back and make make this decision. And it was a very clear reason. I am going back. I am going back to Canada. You can't make me stay here. Is would be would be kind of the subtext of it as well. Um, so what happens next, Russell? What happens next? I mean, there's a bit of back to business as usual. William and Kate are out in. Yep. Bradford? Bradford tomorrow. Are you Wednesday. going? I'm not actually because I thought that this would be running and running. And um, I mean, let's see what happens over the next couple of days. My focus was solely on this story, and I couldn't see the I couldn't see the end before the statement came out from the Queen yesterday. I do think that that does does draw a partial line under it as far as the. Um, the feverishness of the last few days has been concerned. I do think we'll see a cooling of attitudes. It's certainly one. It's been on the front pages and and spreads inside them for what six days now. Yeah, ever since, you know, thir- yeah, thir- since Thursday. Tomorrow. Um, how how at an event like the Bradford one? Yeah, you know what 
quite often the royals do say a little piece of information like yeah. you know it might just be you know how are you doing and they will say I think we're all right be, or it's been a difficult yeah, week or difficult week like you know the, the, the there's, there's instances like that. I wouldn't be surprised if, if William or Kate would say, oh, you know, we're bearing up or it's been difficult. Or, um, But I think with something like that, they're going to visit some of the UK's poorest communities, looking at uh, community action programmes and that sort of stuff. So there wouldn't be, certainly wouldn't be any questions from us around that. We certainly would allow them to, to shine on the engagement that they're at. And um, I think that would be a, you know, a fair request in all quarters that... Um, we would respect that. And Worth mentioning at this yeah. stage, actually, um, that um, Tom Bradby, who did the interview with the Royals in Africa, clarified that it was very much hit well. He he basically took the blame for it being their, um, they're talking about how difficult their lives were in Africa, which is something that we, among other people, have sort of questioned the wisdom of when they were on um, on their Africa tour. Was that really the best timing to be um, to be making those kind of statements? So, uh, Tom Bradby, the interviewer, he kind of took that on his own his own shoulders as a as a friend of Prince Harry's, essentially. Um, and Harry has got an engagement. The, is it the Rugby League World Cup draw? Yeah, that's on Thursday at Buckingham Palace. Um, and then it is expected that he will then fly to fly to Canada to, to be reunited with Meghan and Archie. And then it's thought that he'll be back within you know a week or ten days because um, you know we're when Sunny's got some engagements in the in the pipeline. So we'll we'll, we'll wait and see. Be interesting. I just want to know: is he going to turn up at the Six Nations this year? I mean, when is it? Uh, that starts yeah early February. Yeah, oh, yeah, early. I mean, early February. You wouldn't think he'd miss it if possible, but he loves it's, the rugby. It's just because it causes a, a you know a bit of a hoo ha when he does come back. There'll be interest, won't there? So if he was back so soon on his own as well, I think that it'd be really important when they do come back to have you sort of. I, w- I would hope a united front to say that this is what we were coming back for a really good and important reason that's important to both of us and. Because otherwise, it's kind of a constant reminder that something is There's not a division working. as well, and then it only just adds fuel to the fire that you know Meghan was potentially the one um, who really wanted to go. Harry was torn. I mean, this has been denied, but um, you know wh- whether that was the issue. Um, and if the, and if and if we don't see Meghan for a long time, then it will certainly seem that way that she's just written off the UK, um, which yeah. is just you know devastating on all parts for everybody. And it, it, can, it can go two ways, those things, when you don't see someone for a long time. It can either just make it really super awkward when you uh, when you return or actually it's allowed the air to clear. So who knows? Um, Russell, thank you very much for fitting us into your very busy not schedule. At all, not at all. I'm, I'm hoping it might well. calm down a little bit for you. Yeah, but listen, it's been a, a real privilege to have been able to witness, um, you know, what has been going on up close and I do think this is a, a very unprecedented and seismic week. And um, and let's see what, what happens. I think everybody wishes them well. Nobody wants them to be unhappy. It's it's obviously been a testing time with them. We, we obviously saw how they reacted in the, the ITV documentary. And it seems as though um, the, the, the writing was on the wall even before then. And they were making moves to, 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 to leave. So hopefully they can have some you know, respite and, and work out what they want to do. Figure it all out. Yeah. Lots, lots of things for them to be working through in the new year, the new decade, as they get to grips with it all. Um, we will be doing our best to 
follow what happens and um, join the discussions with you. So do let us know what you think. We are at Podsave on Instagram. We are at Podsave on Twitter as well. Um, do join us there. And, you know, if you spot Russell on any form of his various media, what? how many different countries have you spoken to in the last week, Russell? Oh, I don't know. How many are there in the world? Oh, all of them. All of them. Well, you're on Twitter. You're basically international. But, yes, you know, a bit yeah, of Germany, yeah. all sorts it's going on. It's been fun. Listen, and, and that is the global interest in this story. It has huge ramifications potentially around the globe certainly around the commonwealth but around the world because harry and megan are international superstars people would love them to come and do a raw tour in their country or just a tour or just a tour yeah yeah sure but you know we don't know what that means and who's going to pay for the tour if they go and do one if they're not hrhs or royals or whatever would they would they end up doing it would it then be part of a promotional tour for disney are we going to see her at the premiere of the lion king three or something i mean these are all possibilities aren't they um, but no one knows. Well, we Watch will space. find out. Watch this space. So we will let you go back about your royal business, Russell. And uh, listeners, we will uh, be talking with you again very soon. We're not exactly sure when. We will see. Um, we will see how things unfold. But rest assured, we will be back very soon. And until next time, on save the queen. 